welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. About the intention. I wanted to add to this two things. I also felt remember in one session that we actually were connecting with a lot of the, the people doing this kind of work. It wasn't light workers in mass, but it was the people doing the real similar work to what we're doing. Also, the other thing is what I've learned in this last year, and I certainly don't mean this from a personality, ego kind of perspective, but what really serves me ultimately serves humanity. I think it's a truth for all of us. If we really are getting to that point or transitioning from doing to being, the beingness of us is not a ship floundering on the sea. The, in my opinion, the beingness of us, we each represent certain blending of archetypes from source. And so I see that in terms of putting an intention or prayer into the group, that if it comes to say, part of my prayer is more clarity, my work, it's not separating from the grand purpose of the work that we do together. It in fact is empowering it because the clearer each of us becomes in our own sphere our own trajectory of consciousness of embodying our genome if you will the greater the result is for humanity it's a very clever system the intention i think i dovetail on your approach and what you said our beingness and also trying to also figure out where are we the turning of, the, of those gears. That's my prayer. Say that again, the telling of which? The turning of the gears. Gears. Yeah, because we are all shifting. I'm coming in as a gear, or my prayer is, may I know where I am to fit in and to dovetail on yours in the beingness, and also where and how we cradle those gifts that we've been custodians of now, which is Jonathan's, there are gifts that we're supposed to, to bring forth too, that we've been gifted. I feel Jonathan's was a gift. That's my prayer, that we may also get the knowing, the revelation, the understanding of how we ourselves as a one, what are the colors of my feathers? What are the colors of the feathers to come into, into the, to move forward in? That's what my prayer is. And just also bringing forth what has to be birthed from what Sonia is helping us, you know, for the, the consciousness. That's what my back and forth is. Lovely. I understand. The experience. You want to go first, honey? Okay. First, I experienced what looked 
like a shaft of light, although it wasn't a bright white light. It was more like a light brown, dull gold color emanating from Mother Gaia. And we're in it. We're in a vertical line with Grace being first. I'm in the middle and Sonia at the top. It's like an organic creature almost. The shaft is coming from the earth and going into the cosmos. I asked if there were others in the shaft and I was told no, that there are many others of these shafts coming forth simultaneously. They're moving to the new planet that you've described within the sacred heart of the sun. The shaft is a type of vehicle that will soon connect with this new planet while retaining its roots within Mother Gaia. I think it is connected already to the new planet. We and many others have been traveling this for some time now. However, it is being put into our waking consciousness more overtly in this timing. Perhaps the shaft is a type of spaceship. It feels both organic and created in such a way as to provide complete protection, sustenance, and creativity. It is not unlike the pods that send Superman to Earth with the caveat of us being fully awake. It is suggested that this image or one similar that suits each of us in our own refinements be adopted as a constant to refer to. The implication is that there is movement towards this new reality while still nurturing and enhancing the reality that we are currently in. Mother Gaia that we are currently aware of will remain. This conscious connection and maintaining it is a form of enlightened relationship as speaks to those who have taken the Bodhisattva vows. The upshot here is that there is constant nourishment with the transcendence of each of you from what has been seen from your personality perspective to a cosmic one. It is within the nourishment and enhancement of the cosmic perspective that your greatest service can occur. Stay with this or related imagery. It will serve each of you as well as your grouping. Consider it sacred and soon will be shared by many. I'd like to get a typed version of that for our book. Sure. Yes, thank you. Can I go next? Can you speak up a little bit though? Because you're very soft. Okay. My experiences were very scattered, but I knew that both of you were with me there. I did see the shaft. It actually was a shaft and we were traveling through some kind of sphere, some kind of atmosphere. I did see that shaft. I also saw and I also heard the words swords of light. That's what we're going to be having there. The image is a sword, but it's light. They said that sword evoked Luke Skywalker. I kept hearing her to pray with our hands open. Pray with our hands open. When we're praying, open your hands. I was also reminded to read Jonathan's books. Continue reading Jonathan's books and what has been created, what has birthed through the new book. So that is our teaching, that that's our script for teaching. And about the Christ Coast book? Yes, the one that you just brought in. I was just told, read the books. I was told that the books are where all the method or the ways that yeah. we are going to be teaching. Yeah. That's what I was told. Use this teaching. 
that we have to be centered, that there has to be a lot of centering. We have to center ourselves. Perhaps that was me being told to center. It's funny because I was picking up from, I felt that Jonathan had the words to my images. Our reality, I saw a house and as I was approaching it, it looked as though it was burning and there were cinders coming out of it, the flames coming from the windows. And what it was is what Bennett brought forth as in our reality. It's burning. It's being filled with light because this was golden flames. And there were ambers, but they're not burning. The ambers are not burning wherever they fall. But there is this explosion. It looks like a fire from what we know as a fire, as a burning, a house burning. That's the reality. And so was what we understand in this reality as a burning house, but it was actually a house lit up with a golden light, which is the consciousness, conscience, Christ, Sophia, the conscience that is here in the world. That's what I have. Beautiful, yeah. thank you. Thank you. I felt like Jonathan was speaking through me today. I don't usually get this kind of reading. And so I'm just really grateful for that clarity that he brings. <laughs> yes. I, I miss his physical presence with that. Thank so my message and vision was, I am the light. A beacon of light as a lighthouse in the night for all travelers who are seeking calm waters at the shore of Christ consciousness. The sands of time shift as the rhythm of the cosmos guides our sails through the rough waters into the cosmic ocean of love where divine perfection lies. Traveling from star to star on the great cosmic wheel of divine mother, seeking the inner door into the void for all healing, all answers all of life returns to be reborn anew on the cosmic tides of consciousness. Forever spiraling inward into deep space, the inner space of the heart, beating the drum of recognition for our return path through the stars. The never ending journey into the heart of Sophia, forever moving in and out in the divine expression of her love, flowing as the music of the spheres. The grand symphony of creation dancing amongst the stars, displacing the stardust for the creation of another universe, forever creating in love. We are love incarnate, the I am of the Sophia in physical form, expressing her divinity through our soul's dedication and service to all. We are one, we are love, we are everything. Sophia, Sophia, I love you. Thank you for my soul's life and the many forms which I embody as a manifestation of you. I am the love piece of Sophia. I am, I am, I am. And so it is. Wow. That feels like Jonathan. Doesn't it feel like Jonathan? <laughs> That's not my style. So. Jonathan. Yeah. I felt him very much too. <laughs> I'm so happy. 
I was so missing him, and I know that he's here now. Yeah, he's with us. He's with us, helping us uh, take that journey. Mm -hmm. He's on the ship already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's great. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're here, Grace. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, too. I'm very happy. Me, too. Wonderful to have you here. Too, Bennett. I'm very happy. Did Jonathan live in a house or was he in an apartment? It was a townhouse duplex. Perhaps maybe that's what I'm seeing as the ending of that, where that creativity, where that birthing. I don't know what was in it. It looked like an inferno of fire, but as I got closer, it just became the conscious light. I had a vision of Mother Earth's ascension, and part of the vision was I was with a group of light workers. We were off planet doing this kind of work. And then someone said, look at the earth. And I looked at the earth and she was a ball of fire. She had combusted into a ball of fire. I knew whoever wasn't able to hold that frequency was gone. Yeah. She was turning into a sun. When I looked at her, my vision went from being out in the cosmos, went straight into her and I saw black wheels going around her. One going north and south, one going east and west. They were these wheels creating a black hole, creating a black hole as a sun. It was very interesting. So I felt like your vision was part of that burning purification process that happens for our ascension. I also did have a bird's eye view of the earth. I did see myself going up as well. I don't know if it was New York that I was seeing, but there was a lot of, you know how you look from a plane and you can just see the rooftops. I saw a lot of that. And then there was a point where there seemed to be by the beach, the image of when the waves come crashing and the water just comes up. It's very calm, it's sweet. When it's the foamy part of the wave, when the wave crashes, small waves crash, and then they just come up, and then they come with a foam, and then they move back. And I asked, what is this? What kind of a movement is this? What is coming in and then moving out? It seemed as though it was the spiritual awareness or something that was coming in in that form. I did see... Like when you open a dam or when you open water that has been stopped and it just comes out in torrents. I don't know where those visions were or what those visions were about. That's interesting that when you're saying that, when I finished my first draft of the Christ Codes book, I had a dream vision. In the vision, I was up on a mountaintop in a house with a 360-degree view glass windows all around. In front of me was a huge waterfall. Mm. And the waterfall had fires burning on the embankments. Mm. All of a sudden, the heart of the mountain blew open. It was a purple majesty. Blew open the heart of the mountain. And then all this water put out the fires and the waterfall became huge. Coming at my house, I had to bail 
because I thought my house was going to be washed away. But anyway, when you're saying that, I was thinking of that vision. I think that's connected to the fact that the Christ codes were released today. <laughs> I think so, yeah, because it's just coming out. I was wondering, I do believe that that's how it's going to move also. It's not a harshness. It's going to come in just like when the tide is coming in, those little waves, and they come up and they go back up. And as they're coming in, they're moving in further and further in. I don't know if you noticed, the book is sitting on a water. So it's like deep waters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I hadn't even seen that. But wow. <laughs> anyway, so, I'm so excited. <laughs> I am too. Wow, wow. That's 44 years of work right there. Wow. 44. It was a journey. In this life, it was 44 years yeah. of working with both of my teachers and birthing the Christ codes and putting it all together. And what's interesting is when I was 16, 53 years before the Christ codes came out, I was given a prophetic message by a psychic. He said that I would become famous through my association with a teacher. He couldn't place if it was man or woman. He didn't realize it was two teachers. One was a man, one was a woman. <laughs> But anyway, 53 years ago, I was given that prophetic message. And my spiritual teacher started her ministry in 1953, which was the year of my birth. So there's all these correlations of 53. My life happens in threes. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Anyway, that's a little fun fact about the Christ codes. <laughs> Whoa. How does it feel, Sonia? How does it feel for this birthing, this creation all here in its entirety? It looks like a weight has been lifted. This was a great responsibility that I was holding. I was given this commission back in 2001 for this work. I just couldn't see how it was going to happen. My husband died. I thought I was going to die. I didn't know how I could do it. <laughs> it's a great relief to actually have finished the commission that I actually was able to fulfill. It feels great. It feels very good. I ask because it is a testimonial. You are a testimonial to what is possible, how to bring forth what is our, our purpose. I didn't give up. And exactly, not to give up. And because sometimes, yes, it's daunting in the 3D. So I didn't tell a lot of my story in that book. Most of my story is in the book that you already have. I told that story because I needed to tell that story. That was the truth of what happened to me. Yes. There's just a, a lot that we don't realize that as spiritual beings, when we're doing all these practices, we are building a very powerful light body. When we get negative, that negativity can be used to harm someone else in the light can be used. When I was still a young woman, I got mad at my boyfriend because he was cheating on me. And I got so angry that I took him by the neck and I was shaking him like, what, what are you doing? I'm just disgusted with you. And I went like this. And he flew over the kitchen table into a heap in the oh. corner. Oh, wow. The power 
that was moving through me was an energy, a dark energy tapped into that anger and used it against my boyfriend. We need to always keep our emotional balance because the dark targets light workers because they don't want us to succeed and they want to try and get us off balance. That's why it's so sad to see what's happening with light workers. Their unhealed energies, their unhealed trauma clots are being activated. And instead of healing them, they're lashing out against other people and it's harmful. That's part of my message that we have to always act through love, no matter how upset we might be. We have to come to that place of balance within ourselves and find forgiveness in our hearts because they are in pain. They're just acting out of pain. Yeah. I want to thank you because I have not had a lot of boyfriends because I just, I saw what my peers were going through when they were young. And so I kept away from it because to me, by the time I allow you to come and experience my energy, that's my core. That's my connection to divine And it's just not for everyone. It's not I haven't had boyfriends, but I've been a very late bloomer. And I remember there was one boyfriend who was from Senegal. And I was driving. And I don't know, it was just something he just triggered in me. And I had a pen and I'm driving. And I threw it at the dashboard. And that's when I said, you know what? Nobody can get me to get to that darkness. Because there was so much force on that pen. It shattered. It was a viral pen but it shattered but the fact that I did that I threw something and we're in the car and I'm driving and I said no this has to dissipate I have to be back in my center he must have just said something that triggered that I'm going through that with my sister Mm -hmm. because she keeps thinking that she couldn't save my mom for us but yet we had to let her know that she was the one who was chosen to be there when my mom was taking her exit was expiring because they had their own karma. They had their own energies. And I tried to tell my other sisters, I have, we're five girls. And I tried to tell the other four, stay in your lane, prayer and love. And if you feel that you're getting into that other realm of boiling up, just step back and say, I love you. It's a lesson and it's difficult to do. And thank you, Sonia for showing us they just have to become aware of that and so I thank you there's so much that's going on out there but then Sonia how does Sophia tell us to to meander to walk knowing that this is going on knowing we as I heard very clearly that the book is our teaching the book is what we are going to teach How would we know? Because not everybody is awake. As you said, we have to also guard ourselves. You can't just go there as an open book. How are we going to do this? Maybe I'm jumping the gun. Now that we have the book, then I should just take little morsels and we're going to move on. When you start reading the book, you'll understand. The book is, is a roadmap. The first part of the book, which is on ascension, is establishing who Sophia is, what her name means, and the importance of her name. Establishing some spiritual rhythms. And then in Soul Mastery, I'm actually talking about the Ascension journey itself. And so in Soul Mastery, I culminate what the initiations are 
for ascension, what you have to accomplish on the inner. Then the next part of the book is Body, Mind, Mastery, where it's really showing you what the pitfalls are on the path and what to watch out for. And then the next part is Heart Mastery, where I go into all the details of what is being activated under soul energy that works through your ego, the mental body, the ancestral karma. There's all this energy that is constantly being activated. In that section of the book, I tell you what the energies are that are going to be coming up and how to deal with them. Um, And I go into how the Christ codes are actually supporting us through this journey that I just took you through. Then I give you the codes and tools to work with so that you can start working on yourself. You'll see. Well done. Well done. I'm honored. I'm excited. I'm very excited myself. Thank you for your joy. And Bennett was a great help. If Bennett wasn't here, I don't think this book would have happened. I really don't. Sweetie. Yeah. He'll be here to tell you the truth. (laughs) Thank you, Bennett, for being on time and rising to the call. I I think that our being together, Sonia and I, to use a phrase that she's doing in one of her monologues, was written in the stars. And it was not only written in the stars, it was written in the stars by us. So it's been an honor to be the year. That's what I've been throughout the whole process is being the ear for things to be expressed outwardly, which gives more clarity sometimes when you speak something out and just to be in love and be as supportive as I could and can. Today is February 20th. I'm going to announce it on the 22nd because it's spiritual mastery. And that's what we have to accomplish to ascend. We have to move into spiritual mastery. Physical and spiritual mastery add up to 33, which is your ascension. (laughs) Christ consciousness, ascension. I will say one thing about Mm -hmm. this whole process. I have never seen anybody more tenacious and committed to their project than she. It's been astounding. Thank you so much, Sonia. Bennett is right. As I said, again, you're just showing us we're constantly guided. We just have to know, listen, and then act on that with fortitude, with resilience, but most of all with love and knowing that we're guided. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. We have gone over our time, but it's been a, a wonderful session. I was feeling really lost without Jonathan. He was such a clear channel, and I really feel his support right now. I've, I've never written anything with this much clarity in a session. You're right. It was his cadence. I sensed his cadence in everything you wrote today. It was his cadence. That's exactly how he used to, he would, from the little that I knew, the short while. That was his cadence. Exactly. So I am so grateful that he is here supporting us. <laughs> Jonathan, I love you. We are ships in the night, just the two of us. We are wanting more community. And I've felt the same too. So it's a great vessel. And 
Let's go and sail the waters. So thank you. <laughs> you take care, my love. I will. See you next month. Blessings. And namaste. Blessings. Your financial support funds the ongoing creation of books, videos, podcasts, and tools to educate, inform, and inspire your participation as a revolutionary changemaker for the new earth.